1: Love, love,
0: lust,
1: lust,
0: and that soul.
1: and gentlemen welcome to love lust and badass soul it is the red god damn it the red (laughs) (laughs) the red bearded assassin himself with the main event aj badass jones what's going on aj
0: you would think that that's a third time's the term like seriously cj what's going on i keep saying it's like forgetting your first name how do you not know how to say red beard disaster you know what it is your tongue's not getting enough exercise
1: that's what it is. i haven't eaten any pussy in a long time so you're 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 right
0: How oh, you stretched out that long that must be like real real long
1: like you i see- just i just need a good face sitting like just just like a nice mm-hmm. like solid like like 15 to 30 minutes of just like yeah that's what i need
0: happen now your dm is about to explode and catch fire and then you're gonna blame me and i'm not able it's you
1: it is totally you because before you came into my life the the only (laughs) thing like i maybe got it maybe got like a handful of dms a year you come into my life and sis listen listen this past week this past week i have seen so many feet in my dms unrequested that i am officially a licensed podiatrist
0: but that's that's not my fault that is your fault well, you steady want to blame me for it. And it's not, OK. So let me pick a bone with you. Let me pick a fight with you while we're, we're on the subject. OK, so I have been for a couple of months now saying, CJ, if you love me, come let me watch a grooming session where you're grooming. your. T-. But you don't want to give me that. But you had the audacity to message me and tell me that your balls are now hair free. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to hug that. Then you had the nerve to put up a video of yourself on Instagram where you're grooming your beard. And not only on Instagram, on Twitter. That's what I know. I knew in that exact moment that you officially don't love me. You're you're just, it's of order. Rude on of ada How? 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 That's the things that make the ladies go crazy. And that's the things that make the people them want to put their foot their foot in your Instagram or your, in your DM and send you all those kinds of things. That's what ends up happening. That doesn't have nothing to do with me.
1: It's 100% your fault. Um, no, I'm... AJ, just accept it. This is, this is all your fault. The current beast that is my life is your fault completely.
0: No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, I, refuse. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's, really? That's all I got for you.
0: Feel free to assault the red-bearded assassin with offers of face-sitting for he said 25 to 30 minutes that I've not one else to do with me I am not screening nobody please don't DM me and ask me the best way to get to CJ or how you can convince him to be the way. don't ask me nothing send all correspondence through to Mr Hayes beg please on
1: send any correspondence to loveless and bas <laughs> at yahoo.com uh but nonetheless AJ we are here to discuss some topics and God Lord this this list that we have today I just want to go ahead and, uh, and apologize for anyone that I offend over the course of this podcast, because these takes are coming hard and fast. Well, I come hard. I don't come fast, though, but they're, they're definitely coming hard and fast. It's like a little bit too much information. Oh, my goodness. Wow.
0: So a couple of days ago, um, I don't know if everyone remembers, I think it was last month or the month before we had like one of the greatest discussions ever about a gentleman who was married and entertaining four different simultaneous relationships in addition to his marriage um so that was a really great podcast he and i have been in communication since and um he checked in with me a couple of days ago to give me an update on what's been going on so um he has since since we aired that podcast and he and i he and i have had several discussions he has cut off Uh, officially cut off three out of the four women that he was keeping company with, so to speak, but he maintained a verbal relationship, a a verbal and social relationship with the woman that's still in California. And, you know, he's admitted that he's having difficulty letting go of that relationship. I think genuinely in his heart he does love her, um, but he's also more so obligated to his family, which is why he's stayed. But... Oh Lord. So he told me at some point he was gonna officially cut off the relationship with her, but was unable to do so and and so on and so forth. So apparently uh last week he was in Walmart with his youngest daughter and stopped to text the woman in California and addressed her by name in the text without re and asked her, he said, Hey beautiful, how are you doing this morning? Unbeknownst to him, his daughter was standing behind him reading the message. Oh, When he got home, his wife confronted him about the woman, addressing the woman by name and asked, who is X, Y, Z? Who is X, Y, Z to you? So apparently I think his I don't know if his wife went on Facebook to go look up the woman and see who she was. But yeah, one set of problems ensued thereafter. So I asked him what he's going to do. He said that he's at the point of um, wanting to get divorced, like he's tired. There's a lot of external factors that I, I can't discuss on air with you that he had mentioned. You know, CJ, you and I could talk about it personally, but um, a lot of things that are going on in terms of their marriage and struggles that they're having. But he said that he knew that he, he thought he had wanted to get divorced before. And I discussed it with his wife and she had said no, um, but now he knows for sure that he's done. He doesn't want to be married to her anymore. He said that, you know, after he and I had spoken, um, you know, sex between them had improved somewhat, but now it's completely dismal. He said he doesn't even know the last time that they had sex. Um and he's not like he's struggling because he's not engaging with anyone else. Like he's cut out that part of his life entirely. But he said the way that he feels at this point now, he's ready to get a divorce. He's ready to give her the house, pay the child support that he needs to pay to make sure that his daughter, the youngest one, because I think the eldest one is going to be 18 soon. Uh, and she's a mom. Um But he's, yeah, he said he's ready to move. Like, and I said, oh, so you're going to move to California to go with the one? He said, no, he moved to Texas. And um, the job that he's currently with, he could transfer to Texas easy enough, but he's done. Like, he's done, done. Um, He said neither one of his daughters are speaking to him uh, because, you know, their mother has told them that he is having an affair. And pretty much, like, every day it's an argument about something. So, I don't know. I feel like it's the it's almost like the hens coming home to roost. But at the same time, I don't think he cares that the hens have come home to roost.
1: Well, and this this goes back to what I said on the episode. I said I I I said something like this was probably going to happen. I even said that you just need to exit out the relationship the best way you can to keep from the mess happening and and getting in your life and mashing it up, so to say. I mean, and that's not to pat myself on the back, but that just goes to show like you can't live and mess. You can't expect to have your cake and eat it too. Now, I understand he was cutting people off, but the fact of the matter is, is that once you introduce that into the marriage and he even said he was he's more there for his obligation to his family and his obligation to your to your wife, once you get to that point you need to go like you need to to sever the marriage. And yes, it sucks. Yes, it probably sounds bad to say that. But at, but at the same time, you have to be truthful with what you're happy with. You can't make anybody happy. Now, look, if you would have left, if you would have been honest and upfront and say you wouldn't you weren't happy and that you you were ready to end the marriage, your kids at least wouldn't be mad at you. Your ex-wife probably still would be. But your kids, at least you would you would you would have been able to save that relationship like come on It's saddening, but it it also like it kind of just goes to show this is why you need to be honest.
0: Yeah, I I completely agree. I guess. I don't know. I think the challenge is, you know, what do you do when you want to get a divorce, but the other person doesn't? And I said, but you can get a divorce granted on the grounds of irreconcilable differences. You just have to not be living in that house for at least a year. I think it is like you guys have to have been separated for at least a year for a court to go ahead and grant you judgment on your divorce. Whether the your spouse uh, contests it or not, you know, um, so that's that's something that you have to give weight to and and figure out. And at the end of the day, y- you can't live your life for other people. As I said, you know, his oldest daughter she essentially is an adult now. She's a mom um, because she just recently had a baby, obviously. Um, and then your youngest one is is twelve, and you know she's not going to be a small child forever. You know, the the important thing to work on is rebuilding that relationship between you and your daughters and, and accepting that at this point, the relationship between you and your wife is not over now. Like it's been over for a while. You just need to let go of it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you <clears> hundred percent.
0: <throat> Excuse me.
1: Oh, you cough so cute. Look at you with your little cute self. Really? Really? I've made you cry on this podcast three times. What? I will kill you. Don't ever say that again. I made don't, you why? cry. I, I made you cry the time I wrote the letter saying how much oh, I love you. I, I made you. Answer. I made you cry that time that I. I made you think that I had got somebody pregnant. And then Excuse you. Cry, and then I don't know if it made it to the recording now, but then you cried that one time when we were recording. And Alan came and gave me a hug and kiss, and then walked off. So yeah, I've made you cry a few times. Listen
0: to me, I uh, Alan, just oh, my heart, I can't. And stop. Listen to me. I don't cry. I was a little bit weepy, but I didn't cry. I don't know what you're talking about. There are no tears that came out of my eye, Kana. There's no water that was released. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 listen to me. Three times out of my how many ever decades that I've been in existence on this planet? That's all right. I can live with three. It's all right.
1: Whatever. Let's so move on. I,
0: I did a strange thing this week. Okay. I know. Okay, So you remember uh, we we're talking about sexy fruits and what fruits make you think about sex. And I had given you my description of lychee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We still need to get... Uh, next summer, I'm going to have to bring some down for you because they're out of season now. But you, it's something that you definitely need to try. But um, green grapes, like the big, fat, plump ones. Okay. So this is what I do. and And I want to ask you, and I know you said that there's no food that makes you think about... But maybe this will like open up your way of thinking of something that you've eaten or you've tasted that's come across your tongue or slid down your throat and made you think, yeah, this is like really sexy. So I pack my cheeks full of grapes, which is usually about six to eight really big ones. And then I squeeze them and bite down. So all the juice from the grape squirts in my mouth at the same time.
1: Okay. It sounds like a mess.
0: It's not, nothing comes out. I'm very good at holding it in. Nothing oh. squirts out.
1: Oh, okay. Well, so there I
0: can bring whatever. Shut up! <laughs> 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 what? 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 <laughs> that laugh is really dirty. So I'm yeah. asking you: Is there? There's nothing that you've ever eaten that makes you feel mildly aroused? Like not sushi? Not like nothing? Seriously?
1: Food does nothing for me sexually. Nothing.
0: <laughs> See, it makes me feel like something's wrong with me because no. I think about.
1: I think I think okay. I think more I think more people are like you and less like me. Like, I mean, there's a whole subgenre of porn that's food porn. So, like, no, there there's I think it's just me. I'm just I guess I'm just strange that way. I'm, or maybe it's just I'm just that much of a fat kid. Like when I see <laughs> food, it's just purely food. Like, I don't. <laughs> You're
0: like, fuck it. I just want to eat this shit. I want to think about it. Exactly. <laughs> No, I think that way when I eat, like, especially if I eat sushi or if I eat grapes, definitely when I eat lychee, um, sometimes if I eat like a really good cheesy pizza where the cheese is just stretching and stretching and stretching. Yeah. That just gives me some real, okay, let's just stop.
1: (sighs) Well, let's move on. Um, Like, well, let us know. Is anybody else, any of our listeners, do you guys get turned on by food? If so, what food and what situations kind of get you a little aroused? You guys know where to hit us with that. You can email us. You can comment uh, at us on Twitter, on Instagram, anywhere. But let us know, does food turn you on? Um, But moving into the next uh, topic that we have, um, this is one. Go ahead.
0: can Can we do something? Can we give a shout out to Mercy first before we go on?
1: Oh, of course. Mercy a, can always get a
0: sh- we So we got an email last week from uh, Mercy, who's one of our avid listeners and, and one of our most dedicated listeners. We love you, Mercy, as always. And then we also got a, an email from uh, Jack in the Box just giving us their feedback on the podcast. So Mercy says, Hayes and AJ, I look forward to more episodes with advice on how to find genuine people to date and conversation ideas and how to form and build ro- quality romantic relationships. That's why I started listening. The fuckery is funny sometimes too. I really need help though, so I appreciate your advice giving. Thank you, Mercy. So we're gonna tackle that at the end of the podcast, Mercy. Just so that you know, you're not, uh, your, your request is not going um, without a, a response. We're definitely gonna tackle that for you at the end. Which I, of- I
1: told Mercy like months ago, just grab a dick. Like I think I, I believe that's what I said. I stand by. No, Mercy will seriously and- answer your question towards the end of the episode. <laughs>
0: The grabbing of the dick is not working. That's why she's requesting more dating advice. She, grab harder. Oh, okay. So we're moving on to scenario number
1: one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> why are you trying to put Mercy in jail? What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> so I have to go get her. That's all it that is. I'm. It's self serving. Lord. Oh,
0: okay. So, um, do you want to take this one?
1: Yeah, sure. I can read it. Um. So this, since this is one that was submitted to me by a listener, um, God, this situation. A man and a woman were in a semi-serious dating relationship. Due to his job, he had to move to a new city four hours away. He only told her after he moved because he felt they weren't serious enough or that she had a say in the matter. Was he wrong or was she wrong for having that expectation that he that he consult her before the move?
0: I think that uh, I don't think that she was wrong for having the expectation because for me, the the, the defining um, piece about this scenario is that they were semi-serious dating. So, you know, like when we had talked about the stages of relationships, so there's the getting to know you, there's the dating, there's the uh, semi-serious, more exclusive dating, and then there's just me and you. So if there's somewhere in the stages of semi-serious dating – he should have told her that he was moving. Like she's not just some random girl that he's passing time with. It doesn't seem like they're just in the talking to and getting to know one another stages. Semi-serious dating is semi-serious. Like you, you should just even out of respect for the person you should have said, you know, my job is relocating me to her. it didn't have to be a big, heavy conversation. You know, it, it didn't have to be more serious than that, but if nothing else, for respect for the person, you should have said something before you move. Like to me, that's just disrespectful.
1: Yeah, I mean, here, here's you're right. The semi serious, any if serious is anywhere in how you would describe your relationship, you should at least let her know. I can completely understand you saying she doesn't have a say in the matter. You guys weren't living together, but it's not about that. It's about giving someone the heads up because that affects your relationship. Um, now, even, even if he in his mind was like, well, I'll just do the four hour drive every time I won't I won't worry about her having to do it. You still need to communicate that so she understands where you are. Me, you talk about communication so much on this podcast and it's like people don't fucking listen. You have to communicate. Um, like I said, just a simple, hey, this is the situation with my job. Unfortunately, I have to move. But I'm I'm invested in this relationship. We're going to find find our balance to to keep it going, even with the four hour distance. Or if you felt that the four hours weren't weren't that big, you still need to communicate that to just up and move. And then she text you one day and like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I just finished moving like That's bullshit like that. That's bad. So like you, you never want to be in a situation like that.
0: Yeah, it, you're absolutely right. I, for me, if somebody, if you and I were dating and we were in a semi-serious relationship, and your job moved you, and I only found out about it after you moved to your other city, we would definitely have an issue. That that's that's like picking intentionally picking a fight with somebody. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I'm I'm thinking on one hand that you know he's concerned that she might protest or she might say you know you shouldn't do it, but. Even if that's the case and she doesn't really have a say, yeah, that just, I don't know, that just feels grimy to me. That just doesn't feel, that just doesn't feel good, (laughs) like, at all.
1: Yeah, that's some bullshit. That's what it is. It is bullshit um, to treat somebody like that. Like, that's just crazy to me. I I just, I don't, and my thing is, is that even if. It just with me, let's just say that we were literally just fuck buddies. I would still mention like, hey, I got to move or be four hours away. Like just off the strength of, I mean, if I still want to have sex with you, then I mean, you have to know where I am or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just that's just a weird situation. I've never seen anybody be that inconsiderate. Like that's on, that's inconsiderateness on a whole different level.
0: But you're right, though, because think about it, even as friends, you know, as you and I stand right now. If you said, to, you would say to me like, oh, AJ, my job's moving me to whatever. You know what I mean? You and I are not fucking, you and I are not in an intimate relationship, but we have a friendship, we have a relationship. You would still say something. Like any type of relationship that you have with someone beyond it being just casual or acquaintance, you would say to the person, oh, hey, my job is moving or I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna be in a different city for a little while. That I would think that that's just general part of conversation with anybody that you have some sort of a relationship with. No? No, it, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah that's just weird that person has problems. Like, I don't know that. Yeah, that's okay. So if it's a woman who asked the question, you're not wrong for having the expectation that you'd be told. It's just common courtesy and
1: respect period. Exactly. Just, just common respect like that. That's it. Just think about the other person. Like it's wow. I, I love our listeners, but Lord, y'all are really, really showing the <laughs> fuck out. Um, this cuffing season, like people are re- like, I don't know if it's the pre- preparation for winter But people are showing the fuck out. And when you hear some more of these uh, things we have sent in over the course of this episode, you will understand what I mean. But uh, anything left on this, AJ, before we move on? No,
0: I'm good on this one. Choose desire. Choose desire. Pleasure. choose happiness, choose energy, choose arousal, choose you. With this all-natural herbal supplement blended together to enhance your sex life and overall well-being, it's time you choose She Orgasms. Try them today at www.melaninmilk.com Slash She Orgasms.
1: Happy coming. All right. You want to go ahead and take the next one? Yeah. So, oh boy.
0: There is an individual that I follow. We mutually follow uh, one another on social media. And recently he's been doing an outpouring what I feel is inappropriate um outpouring of of sympathy seeking and and putting his whole business on social media to try to convince a woman that he likes to basically give him some sort of understanding or to try to see eye to eye with him or try to see where he's coming from or not even know. but so i started to read what he was writing and i just got i don't know So essentially what it is, is that he's suffering from some sort of emotional issues due to something, due to his mom leaving him when he was a child and something or other or other. And instead of, you know, going to go get help, he's just decided that how he is is how he is. And whoever comes into his life is just going to have to love him that way. He's not going to have to change. So the discussion topic centered around this, I'm going to read this piece is to deal with insecurities, separation, anxiety, anxiety. Bipolar disorders, PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and still having to be okay is the worst. Continuing to be reminded that you're not worth fighting for is also the worst. That everything that you have going on is too much for me to deal with, so I have to walk away. I know everyone has their own life and their own problems, but it sucks when you already feel this pressure to be this image of a man that the world and a black woman want you to be. To continue to love others, even on days when you hate yourself, but feel like you're too much to deal with. Black men suffer in silence every day, and it's sad. So initially, I felt empathetic towards him. And then as I continued to read what he was writing, I actually started to get angry, because this is my thing. We live in an age now where there are so many resources available to individuals who have anxiety, bipolar disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, separation anxiety, or whatever it is. If you are in your 30s and you have not sought help, you are to blame and nobody should feel bad for not supporting that. When you get into a relationship and you don't disclose that you have any of these mental health issues or emotional emotional health and well-being issues to the person that you're allegedly trying to love, especially when you don't love your fucking self, you're doing a disservice to that individual and you're taking advantage of that person's love and kindness. I I say this all the time, and I posted something about it this week. You can't get water from an empty well. If you don't love yourself, how Please tell me how. How on God's green earth are you planning to love somebody else? When in turn, what ends up happening is it causes emotional and undue stress on that person because now they have to give 50 or 100 percent on top of the 100 percent that they're giving just to make sure you're okay for some shit that you're not even dealing with with yourself. I'm not here. For, I, I can't support that. I can't support that yes black men suffer in silence yes black men are are, uh, you know have undue emotional expectations placed on them in terms of having to be strong all the time and not crying and all this other sort of stuff but at the end of the day you are responsible for your own happiness and your own health and well-being we live in an age where there are too many resources free resources at that available to you for you to get help if you sit down and make a choice not to do anything because you feel like you don't have to change because whoever comes into your life is going to have to love you the way that you are you're a fucking idiot you're an idiot You're an idiot and you're doing an injustice and a a disservice to whoever comes into your life with the expectation that they're supposed to put up with your bullshit and they're supposed to love you the way that you are when you know you're broken and refuse to do anything about it, refuse to fix it, refuse to ask for help because what? At that point, you're choosing to be that strong black man instead of saying to yourself, I can be a stronger man by fixing myself and saying to somebody that I need help. When you sit down and make those kind of choices, I can't feel bad for you. Sorry.
1: Well, damn. Um I but I agree with you 100 percent The thing is too that in reading this, it does read as an excuse. The whole and I have to be okay. Well, you don't. That's something that you're putting on yourself. It guess what? Everyone in this world ha- is a little broken and we're all just trying to navigate and find our way through it. You trying to put up this facade of being OK is a choice that you are making, sir. That's that's not you can't blame anyone else for that. That's a choice that you're making. How about you go and get help and actually be OK and people can get closer to you, can learn you more, can learn from your growth in your process to learn to be OK instead of just trying to portray that you're OK. That That's that's my opinion on it. Like it's 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 stupid. It's dumb. And this whole thing that everyone wants to use is the expectation. Guess what? Everyone has undue expectations. If you uh, rely on social media, the public opinion, everything, black women, black men, white men, white women, ev- everyone has some form of pressure put on them by society but guess what it's your choice to live through that I don't allow the pressures of society to get to me guess what you're going to get the haze you're going to get and haze is is fucked up in certain ways I embrace it not that I'm saying that I make excuses for it of course my way of thinking is fucked up with certain things of course I have my problematic nature with some things as everyone does and for anyone who hears that is like I can't believe he admitted that guess what anyone who doesn't admit that they have some problematic aspects of their personality are probably more problematic than they really understand or, or even more so. But that that's uh, uh, an aside. Do get yourself together. Take advantage of the resources to get healthy. Don't worry about what anybody else is putting on you or, or anybody else is love. Stop taking advantage of people. You don't love yourself. And that's what I got out of reading this.
0: Yeah, it, it aggravated me when I read that. And then worse because the person who I'm, I'm watching doing this outpouring, and it's crazy because- So the woman who he's trying to convince to whatever, she has a child. And I guess from what I read, he must have asked her, how come you never have time for me? And her response, like, I I can't even get into the whole of it. But her response basically was, it's my son before me and us before you. And if you can't understand that, I don't have anything else to say. And I applaud her for that. She's a single mother raising a a young, a, a child by herself You know what I mean? Plus she works, she worked full-time and part-time. You knew this going in. Now, all of a sudden you want to say that, you know, you have separation issue or you have whatever issues going on, which, you know, is what made you, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't try to add pressure onto her. Whatever your personal issues are, deal with those, deal with those, get yourself fixed up, be her friend and be supportive and allow her to be your friend. Stop trying to love somebody when you don't even have love of yourself to give
1: preach 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 i love you aj i really do <laughs> you what I I, I I love you that's what i do i love you like <laughs> <You're> alan like- <laughs> says
0: <laughs> oh, i love you
1: too all, all right. right well let's let's move on from this headache um what the hell am i doing What am I doing? Where are we at with my life? Okay. So this next one is another one that came in to me. Um, This one is I grew up living an extremely sheltered life. My parents wouldn't even allow us to watch romance movies that had kissing. Now as an adult I find affection and sex hard to get to. What suggestions do you have for how this 30 year old virgin can even get to second base? This is deep AJ. This is super deep.
0: Um, I even as I'm looking at it and I'm listening to you read it I I Like, I thought of all the the kind of funny quips or whatever that, you know, you and I would sort of of give in this this kind of situation. But, yeah, I don't think humor is going to cut it for this one. I you're going to have to take a go at this because I'm just I I don't know. I I, I don't have a good answer.
1: This is honestly one that is probably the most difficult question I think we've ever gotten in the history of this podcast, strictly because. Like it takes a level of living, I think, through something like this to really understand it, Um, because as someone who haven't had, especially with me growing up in Europe and not really having those sexual barriers that a lot of Americans do on top of that. But to be even more restricted than that and like not even like seeing like so my question like goes back Were your parents not even affectionate with each other. Like, did you not even see affection that went out? And my tone, I don't mean it that way. I don't mean it like a judging tone. I just I'm trying to understand because it's like if you've never seen affection, it's hard to I can imagine it's hard to grasp or do it yourself. Like that's that's deep. It's like it's like those kids who like mother never hug them. And then like when somebody does hug hug them, they like take it as almost like a like an attack. Like I, I really don't know how to answer this one
0: yeah i was thinking like okay so as it related to my life and and when my ex and i were raising the kids obviously as children there are you know certain um programs that you don't allow them to to watch and, and you know as they grow up and um you know you shelter them and protect them to a certain degree but i'm also thinking that you know they always saw their dad and i you know holding hands or we would you know kiss not like long drawn out or whatever um but they would see affection between us and and they would know and feel that love and and just even how we were with um them in terms of making sure that they not just knew verbally but they also felt loved um this one yeah it's this is a there's so many i don't know for how we would effectively answer this question because there's so many missing components so it's it's like c j said so you know did your parents show affection in front of you were they affectionate with you as children you know were you told that you were loved were you ever hugged um and then i think about conversations that you know like you and i would have with our kids as they're that are age appropriate in terms of intimacy and, and you know what your penis is and the function of it what your vagina is and the function of it what are good touches what are bad touches you know when do you recognize that it's inappropriate someone's uh, their behavior with you is inappropriate and then as they get older you know, where do babies come from and and how does sex work and the and the inner workings of it for pleasure versus procre- like all that sort of stuff. Like if at this point in your life you're now having to navigate the world of sexual intimacy as an adult, um, it's hard for me personally, it, it would be hard to give an effective or even useful response without having some additional background information. Um, I, I don't know, the the only thing that I can think of useful to say at this juncture would be um, to start slowly and to to work your way up from the simple things like allowing someone to hug you and, and actually embrace you and you embrace that person back and process the way that that feels to you or the way that that makes you feel what the, the person's responses are Um, pay attention to your own physical responses, definitely getting into sex at this point in your life, being, you know, the age that you are and and not having any background experience. You definitely want to take your time because you don't want to be in a situation where you're like, you know what, fuck it. I'm 30. Let me just break my virginity and, and run with it. Um, take your time getting to know yourself, take your time, definitely getting to know your own body. Um, if there's somebody that you trust, that you feel comfortable with, that, you know, is not going to like rush you or take advantage of you. I don't know. I I would almost say um, have a conversation with that person, if you can, about exploring intimacy with that person, with the understanding that you have no intimate background or experience and that they they need to clearly understand that you'll be working at your speed and your pace, um, not at theirs. And they have to be comfortable and and patient with you in that respect.
1: A hundred percent. I agree with you.
0: Yeah, that's a that's a hard one, fam. Jeez Louise.
1: Yeah, and I and I hate you know, we are usually very insightful. We usually have something for everyone. I really I just don't. I I and I and I hate it. I'm I'm still gonna be thinking about it. If I get something, even next episode I will come back, but I really just I need more time to really marinate on this one.
0: So I have to ask you a question because, like, we're so far gone. But what I wanted to ask you, I was saying because, like, you and I are, are so far gone in, in, in terms of sexual experience and we're both so debauched. What is second base?
1: Um. Okay, so first base, I think first base is, like, kissing. Maybe second base is groping. I don't remember. I haven't used the whole basis thing since I was, like, in middle school. I don't even know anymore. Let me hold on. Let me, let me do a quick Google search. Let's see.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, first base is, like kissing second base is like hand under the blouse or rubbing like on the outside of the clothes and like so
1: it looks like first base is french kissing and second base is direct physical contact usually meaning hands to her breasts it also includes other forms of petting touching and groping
0: okay and then third base is all the way
1: no third base is oral or oral sex or or handy hand sex okay and then uh the home and then, home plate is as actual six.
0: Okay, got it. Wow. Um, okay, so in with that knowledge, perhaps you want to start at first base. If if second base is jumping all the way to like the touching of the breasts and the petting on the outside of the clothes and, you know, probably a couple of other things that are not uh, that are not as far reaching as oral and fingering and all that sort of stuff, maybe start at kissing and working your way around the types of kisses that you like and the differentiations between the kisses and, and how they make you feel uh, and then work your way to second base in terms of petting and and touching. Like I said, my, my biggest thing around this is to not rush yourself or not pressure yourself to feel rushed. And anybody who you're having uh, these intimate experiences with, um, to make sure that they understand your position and where you are intimately, sexually, and emotionally, and to not allow anyone to pressure you to do anything that you don't want to do or, or to push you to a point that you're not ready to, to reach yet. Start a kissing. Like CT and I say all the time, kissing is one of the greatest intimate experiences that you can have with a person, especially if they do it right. You know, allow someone to kiss on you. Learn how to, if you don't know or you're not skilled in the art of kissing, practice kissing with somebody that you enjoy kissing. You know and, and definitely needs to be somebody who's patient definitely definitely
1: yes 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 that is so interesting <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> be thinking about this one for a while That's all I have to say.
0: I'm actually hoping that the person writes back to give us some more details. So if you are listening to this, which I'm hoping you are, if you can message CJ and give him some more details around, you know, like your family dynamics in terms of intimacy. um, If there's anything at this point, obviously you haven't gotten to the point of having sex, but if there's anything that you have tried in terms of um, like kissing or petting or what have you, like if you have any sort of sexual repertoire um, that might be useful for us to know. and, And so that we can give a, offer a little better guidance or direction perhaps. Oh, okay yeah let's move on (laughs) have a question for you um this is a good one because (laughs) based on the last episode and a couple of the women who shot their shot at you and got shot the fuck down um so if you shoot your shot if a person shoots their shot and gets curved should they try it again at some point or just move on
1: no well unless you like build a rapport with that person at that point it's not really shoot shooting a shot like if you shoot your shot at somebody let's, let's say i was to dm you you turn me down let's say even after you turn me down we just keep conversation going and we actually build like a dialogue a friendship whatever and then i want to try to take you out again at that point i don't think it's shooting a shot i think it's i think it's just asking someone out i think the i think you can only really shoot your shot one time and that's when it's just the I'm just taking a shot in the dark. I'm going to I'm going to try to holler. I'm going to try to send you my number or whatever. Um, at that point, unless you guys have, like I said, built some type of conversational relationship at the very minimum, you don't need to be shooting a shot again. Like, why would you set yourself up that way? What do you think?
0: I'm, I'm on the opposite end of you. <laughs> I I feel like. OK, so I'm of two minds. If you shot your shot and it went down in flames, like the woman with the orange teeth, her teeth throwing up gang
1: signs. You're gonna keep bringing that up, aren't you?
0: I absolutely am, because that shit was just, look, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so, you listen, don't make me laugh. Okay, so if you shoot your shot and it goes terribly wrong, then I would say walk away, leave it alone. Cut your losses, cut your ties, galangbo to business. But if you shoot your shot, And it's not, like, the person's response is not horrible. Like, you feel like you haven't crashed and burned. I would give it some time. Like CJ says, definitely build a rapport with that person. Don't be overbearing. Don't come at them with no kind of sideways attack. But shoot your shot maybe, like, a month later when you've built a bit of a rapport with the person. And I say this from experience because I've had this happen. Like, I've had someone who shot their shot, and I was like, "Mm, I'm flattered, but, you know, I'm good. And... Every couple of days, he would check in and say, you know, good morning, Queen. How are you doing? I hope that you're having a wonderful day. You're looking great in your picture. But just kind of like gentle, subtle compliments and just, you know, assaging the situation or whatever. And then probably about two months later, he shot his shot again. And I was definitely more receptive to it.
1: Well, that's the same yeah. thing I said. I just I just worded it different. I just said that at that point, if you guys have built. Uh, a dialogue then I don't I don't consider that shooting a shot at that point. Like at that point they, they know you. Like you guys have a rapport. So that I think it's more just seeing no, where you these, stand.
0: No, but that's still shooting your shot.
1: I don't I don't it see the way I interpret shooting a shot is like there's no real maybe outside of liking maybe commenting on some pictures on social media but there's no real conversation like it's it's just, for me that's that's no different than if you're like with a co-worker you work with a co-worker and you guys even if you guys talk about work stuff or whatever and you have a, a, a rapport and then i say hey do you want to go to the movie sometime to me that's not shooting a shot that's just asking you out unless we're just now asking you out it's just also shooting your shot is it is it like all under shooting a shot now i don't know i'm i'm old i don't know
0: <laughs> <laughs> first of all you're not old stop the craziness i feel like it is it is shooting your shot again because the thing is if your intention is to date the person then you're shooting your shot if your intention is just to be friends with the person and now you guys have a kind of casual porn and you're kind of leaving it that way and you're not interested in pursuing anything with them then it's it's whatever but as long as your intention is to date that person and get with that person you're shooting your shot
1: all right. Well, hey, mate, I'm, I, listeners, let us know which one do you agree with. I mean, I can, I can, I see your your point. So, I mean, we agree. We just, I guess, we just agree disagree on what it's called. Because I just, I don't take that as shooting a shot. But that may just be one of those haze things where I'm just, I'm just being anal about it. I
0: don't right. know. But that's yeah. why you get your fucking problem because you have these women who are shooting their shot, but because you have some kind of rapport with them, you're like, nah, they're not shooting their shot. They're not interested, nigga. You see?
1: I think that's only the second time you ever called me a nigga. Wow, that's that's how I know when I when when I've I've seen my frustration. You've almost snatched your edges at that point if you call me a nigga. God, oh,
0: real though. <laughs> and you, know, anybody who's ever listened to us, like that's just not even. That's just not. Yeah, that's. Listen to me. This is how you run in a problem, and this is why the Omandema They're ever cussing you because you're always saying nobody wants you. When time them I shoot them shot, you think that people are just trying to be friendly with you. And I keep saying to you, take your head out of the bubble, please. I thought we had conquered that, but we're coming down to the end of the year and it's still happening to some (laughs) degree. Because you feel like, say, they're just trying to friend you up. Nah, friend. No, no. They're shooting their shot with both barrels loaded. That's why you get into problems because you don't see the differentiation. You see them? You see that? It's not just a one-time thing where they come out the gate and they're like, yo, I want to be here. You're like, nah, I'm good on that. <laughs> let's just be friends. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting really for the right opportunity to say, come, let's go out water. Because in their mind, they're still trying to get at you. But you're like, you see, that's, now I understand it. Now I understand it. Ladies, I broke it down for you why CJ is not receptive to people shooting their shot because he doesn't understand what the shot shooting is really about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to what said, are you saying i'm uh, um, i'm um, i'm um, i'm um shot remedial is that what you're saying like i just
0: <laughs> yes your bubble of oblivion is buffering the shot them it's bouncing off <laughs> like bulletproof glass what cj cj these women who are who are politely coming into your dm they're not coming on friendly vibes my friend hello <laughs> y'all listen man they're not coming on no friendly vibes. These young ladies, these ladies are shooting their shots. Them shots fired. Fire, 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 fire. Left, oh, right, and center shooting their shots at you. And you're just, you're like, I I, I don't want to say Wonder Woman, but is there like another superhero that has the bracelets that that deflect the, the bullets them that make it bounce off? That's you all day long. All day long. <laughs>
1: are you laughing? It's not funny. I, it is funny. It's hilarious.
0: Oh, this is why you keep running into problems with these people and they keep saying to you like, yes, I want you. Listen to me. Somebody even said your name on Instagram. Because remember last week you said the only way you'll know it's true is, is if they say Cordero Johnson. Yes, I'm interested. And somebody wrote on your Twitter, Ooh. Cordero Johnson. Yes, I'm... You know what? I got to scroll back and find I it. And I must have missed that.
1: Like I legit... I, and this is not even me playing cord. Like I, I'm going to drop the yeah. silliness. Right hand to God. I'd completely miss that if somebody said that, said that on Twitter. Dead serious.
0: It's in, I, I don't even know if it would be under your tweets and replies, but I remember the, the, day, the day after we did that podcast when you said they have to say your government name, somebody, and this is how I know because they typed it C-O-R-D-E-R-O. And I looked at him like, bitch, it's an A. It's a double A. And I was like,
1: well,
0: <laughs> get mad because at least you said it. You need to go back through your, your, your tweet. Somebody tweeted that. And you, buy, I swear I must have liked the tweet. I, I'm sure I like the tweet. I'm sure that I like. It's there somewhere.
1: That's funny, I, cause like, and like I said, like this isn't even me trying to play coy or silly. Like, I legit did not see that tweet. Like, I, like you saying, if you would have seen my face just now when you said that, cause I thought you were joking. Like, I, I did not see that tweet at all.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm so very serious. When we, when we finish this episode, somewhere between you and I, we're gonna go back through your tweets and we're gonna find it. That's gonna take a while, but it's. The, I'm, I'm trying to think. <sighs> I don't think it's anybody. I don't even remember who it is. I just remember that the person wrote it because in my mind, I mentally noted the fact that they did an A and an E instead of a double A in your first name. But they wrote it. Whoever it was listened to that episode and they wrote it. So they either wrote your Cordero Johnson, I'm, this is me shooting my shot or this is me letting you know that I'm interested but it was something centered around that particular discussion of saying because you said nobody wants your ass and if somebody really wants you in truth, this is how I know that it's real somebody wrote it, somebody write it somebody write it
1: mm, we'll have to go back and find it
0: yeah but the question is are you going to take it seriously you're the one who put the stipulation like so what now, huh? We'll or you're going to turn around to me, oh she wasn't really serious you're we'll pump see. faking
1: It could have been somebody who was just that was just laughing at the fact that I said that on the air. I I I have to interpret the I have to read the tweet and interpret the meaning.
0: I can't deal with you because this is what we go through every single time. That's the person clearly should you give the directive for how to shoot your shot and then shot the shot that way and you're still gonna say well I don't know I have to see. I can't. You know what? I don't want to talk to you anymore, please. What? Why do you continue to talk to me? Could you stop talking to me, please? I, I, oh, my God. Every week I tell you to stop talking to me and you're still talking to me. Why are you talking to me? Come, come, come. Let's move on with the discussion, please. Make your, make your butter. What, we got, what we got next, ma'am? Um, a bad head scenario and a discussion around the good techniques for giving head uh and this also is a partial shout out to one of our listeners i'm so sorry that i can't remember her name and i don't know if i should be saying her name out loud but i'm because i don't want to get her on problems but she's one of our newest followers and cj you introduced her to me and she sent a shout out uh and her name is shantae what's up shantae um so Shantae actually actually would me and asked me if I could ever, if I'm ever willing to give a class on head techniques that's going to make a man sit upright while you're sucking on his Johnson, uh, that she would definitely want to sign up for the class. And I know she's not the first person to say that. So uh somebody else had written a bad head scenario and uh so i thought that it would be prudent for you and i to talk about good head techniques since you've got a big old dirty curved dick and you probably have some wait wait you know, dirty no not dirty like filthy like dirty like dirty like for mash up your life naughty. oh
1: okay okay <laughs> let, let's, let's, I, we we needed to clear that up because the last thing i need is that that rhetoric out there okay
0: <laughs> the simple fact that you refuse to let me watch you groom but whatever i'm gonna do you like that Not going to do you like that, but so we could talk about some good head tech. So the scenario is uh, from somebody who follows me on Instagram, and he said, I have literally been scarred by females scraping their teeth against the head of my tinkle, he calls it, claiming that they can suck dick like no other or they or they end up sucking too damn hard, even when I'm trying to tell them how I like it. I might have came from head maybe like once or twice, and that's exaggerating. And I'm 44. Most of the time, I've had to jerk my own dick while they use their mouth, shaking my head. So I don't expect head from any <laughs> woman. do it they ask for it. you <laughs> So, in this particular discussion piece, we're going to give a few head tips. What? What is, what is it?
1: No, go ahead. Continue.
0: We're going to give some head tips for win- uh, women wanting to know proper sucking techniques. Um, And this falls in line with a discussion that I had on my live last week about, uh, and CJ, you and I have talked about this before, like many years ago when I was a much younger woman. And the guy that I was dating that was in New York, and he went down on me, and I told him he was hurting me, and he told me, no, he wasn't. (laughs)
1: That's exactly what I started thinking about.
0: That I just needed to relax or whatever and and enjoy it. So I know for me personally, um, when I'm giving head, because my teeth are extremely sharp and I actually have fangs. Um, I will cup my lips around my teeth and use a lot of, um, like lip suction type of motion, or I will relax my jaw enough that the dick can slide in and out, um, without scraping against my teeth. However, um somebody that i used to mess with he actually enjoyed the feeling of light scraping and that's definitely a conversation that you have to have with someone because i think that men to some degree or other enjoy a bit of light scraping definitely not on the head because the head is very sensitive more so around the shaft but anything beyond that where you're applying pressure you're actually biting down a little bit harder that needs to be a conversation if the person is telling you that they you're hurting them if the person is telling you that you are hurting them You need to kind of listen to them and figure, well, the last guy whose dick I sucked, I sucked it like this and he liked it. CJ sings this time and time and time and time again. Not every technique that you've ever used will work with the same person. And because you're great at something with one person will not make you great at that same with another individual it's about the individual person it's about their body it's about their likes it's about their needs and it's about what appeals to them and what feels good to them Um, so definitely avoid using teeth like i said if you can you know like when you make that funny face like you you're imitating someone who has no teeth when you cup your lips over your teeth my first suggestion is to do that especially when the dick is going in your mouth and then release your lips and release your jaw when you're pulling the dick back out of your mouth CJ what is what is a preferred technique for you because you know you have you have a tinkle you have a big tinkle but
1: it's not a tinkle you know what i mean oh god i can't believe you said it that way um i <laughs> there have been there have been many different techniques that i've equally liked so i can't give a one um i would say that like i'm one of those people where i like the the tongue on the the, the kind of the backside of my head um as long yeah. as you do that like in no teeth listen if someone scraped my penis head with their teeth not only are we stopping right there but you gotta get smacked like you you there's there's no there's no way around it <laughs> like there's that's not there's not a situation in which we can just get up and let bygones be bygones and say you know what you scraped my penis uh I need you to stop I'm gonna go home no you you, you have to get smacked like there's there's no way around it really yes yes
0: <laughs> okay so aside from that and having to give them a little bit of a slap around to be like hey don't do that shit i don't like it um so you're saying focusing on the underside of the head with like a okay so when you're doing that is it like a circular tongue motion is it a swipe from side to side is it like listen I the swipe to know. side
1: to side It the swipe to side just to side to side if you do that like you're part animal because like nobody like they're, they're, no like from side to side like only from side no now if you go up and down side to side around like if that's just part of a a, a routine okay but if it's if you're just licking my dick from side to fucking side listen you gotta go home like there's <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: God. This fucking man said, "You're an animal if you just look at from side to side." <laughs> uh, you, honestly, I think after today, I'm gonna stop talking to you. There's not gonna be any more LLBS after today. Because I can't manage. I can't butt out with you. <laughs> honestly, okay. When I'm talking about the, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> when I'm talking about the licking from side to side, like the head of the dick is actually in your mouth, and your mouth is suctioned around it gently. Mm-hmm. And with your tongue, you're making mm-hmm. a like a swooping, mm-hmm. licking mm-hmm. motion from side mm-hmm. to side while it's in your mouth. And yeah. that's not the singular motion that you're doing. You can swirl it so it goes right around the head. But if you know that the underside of the head is really sensitive, honestly, licking from side to side, especially because I have a tongue ring, that makes it a very pleasurable experience.
1: Fuck on it. Listen, um... No, I'd rather you lift from head to to shaft, down the shaft than from side. That's me personally. Like, I'm sure there are people, like, and that's the thing. It's so, it's and people think a lot of women think, and it just just like men think with the clitters. Like some men just think they could just look it, bite it, whatever. And it, it'll. But all penises are not created equal. So like, what works for one may not work for another. So like, as far as head techniques, you have to watch what the person you're with responds to. Because why I don't like the side to side motion, there may be somebody that goes fucking crazy and punches you in the top of your head because you've made them feel so good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm done <laughs> come lava we're finished we're doing nothing else
1: <laughs> oh man
0: really CJ I, I don't I don't know honestly okay so just like big and serious if I was giving head to somebody and for whatever reason they came and it was spectacular and they punched me in the head somebody would have to fucking die there would be a fight oh my god there would be a fight You'd have to come get me from jail. Big and serious. You'd have to come get me from jail. <laughs> 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 two ways. I was like, motherfucker you You just punched me in the head after I made you come. The fuck? That's not. Congr- that's not nice. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nah>, man.
1: <laughs> oh man, that is hilarious. Um, wow. <laughs> but it's it's kind of like the slap your mama thing. Like it's like you, you made me come, so I just gotta. Pu- no. Okay. Well,
0: no five, okay. The fuck are you punching me in the head for? Like what?
1: Oh. Man.
0: <laughs> then you're gonna. Oh. Me?
1: Can I tell you a weird? Can I tell you a weird story? Yeah, of course. So I'm, I'm getting ahead <laughs> from this chick one time. I don't know how long ago it was, how old I was, but it was amazing. And so like after I came, she didn't swallow, and I didn't know. So I I laid her on the bed, and we started having sex, and this whole time like she's holding cum in her mouth, and so like so she gets listen hold on wait this is not even the worst part so we're we're in the middle of of having sex i'm on top of her and like i have her like her legs bent up and you know me i like to suck toes so her her, I, i was sucking her toes and and on top of her and then all of a sudden she starts like coughing and choking and all the cum comes up from her mouth and I'm looking like is she possessed? I completely forgot she had swallowed earlier. Like so I was completely caught off guard. Like why the fuck would you hold that in your mouth that long? <laughs> <I can't.
0: laughs> you are the strangest <laughs>
1: It's them damn foreign chicks. Like, it's from me living in Italy. Like, they just do weird shit. I don't understand. Like, why? Like, what? If
0: you ever see I have blue mascara running down my face, I fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know, you. Um, you hate blue. You don't understand. From the head punch girl to this girl now, like, what the hell? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> DJ.
1: I'm this and it's so funny because like I was I was stroke stroking her and like I said you know me I, I was sucking her toes so I was on top it wasn't an amazing and then like all of a sudden it's like <clears throat> I'm like what the fuck is this how she has an orgasm like what is happening and then like it just slowly comes like it, I swear, it's like everything stopped for a second I was in the matrix and like I could see each like each DNA strand of cum coming out her mouth and I was just like what is happening here. <laughs> She's lucky she didn't choke and die. What do you mean? Like,
0: I can't. I I don't know. Just when I feel like we've gone to like the highest high that we can go to with fuckery on our podcast, like we just push the boundaries and the limits one more time. I can't.
1: Oh man. Hey. (laughs) What we got next AJ?
0: Okay. Oh, this is a long read. So this is a, this is a discussion that somebody had sent to me. So, Uh, I am 30 years old, and I've been married for 10 years. I have been faithful to my wife, but the only time I went out of our marital bed was when she caused it. For three months straight, she did not give me any sex. I begged her, and she always made excuses. I asked her if she had a man, and she said, it could be. She asked what I would do if she had a man. She, She gave me a very disrespectful answer, and I slapped her. Joking or not, no woman should tell her man that she tried another man and that man was sweeter, and that was what my wife told me. But I was sorry for hitting her. I'd never hit her before or since, and I apologized and asked her for her forgiveness. Afterwards, she said that she was only joking, but I could not take that as a joke. It took me a long while to be convinced that she was only joking, but because of my anger at the whole situation, and especially for not having sex for so long, and her remark— I went outside of our relationship and slept with another woman. This is what I meant when I said that she caused it. This other woman is someone she knows very well, but I haven't told my wife that I slept with this person. It was just the one time, but now the woman keeps contacting me, trying to get me to come see her again, which I'm not interested in. I'm concerned that she may contact my wife.
1: (sighs) If you ever again get something that's this long of a read and this much fuckery condensed down into one question... I may quit this podcast. First of all, you (laughs) retard. You said it's her fault because you cheat. I'm sorry. Did she take your penis and insert it inside of another person? Um, no. So it's not her fault. Secondly, you hit your wife and then you have the nerve to say that the same thing that caused you to hit her is the the same reason why it's her fault that you cheated. Nigga.
0: (laughs) What? Yep.
1: Yep. What in the? Yeah. Aj, hey, this this can't like people. This the people, this dumb can't exist. Like I'm, I'm at this point now. I like this is Donald Trump. Like this has to be like this. Is the only person I can think of who would say something as stupid. Like what the fuck? What is wrong with people? Why? Yeah,
0: yeah. I yeah. But the, the the scary thing is that these are real life people who are having and sharing these experiences with us. You know, it's it's not. These are not made up. They're not fictitious. These are actual people's lives. But yeah, it's just absolutely crazy that, you know, you're going to say that she nobody can make you do anything that you don't want to do. Period. Like CJ said, she didn't take your dick and put it inside. And worse, even, even worse, it's somebody that she knows. And now you're worried that that woman is going to tell your wife that you slept out on your wife. And then you're going to turn around and say, okay, well, You know, she made a joke about another man, so I wasn't sure if she was serious or not. Until you have some kind of fucking proof. There's Vaseline, there's lotion, there's porn. Jerk yourself
1: off. Get a sex doll. Uh
0: Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, they've got the plastic pussy, they've got all kinds of contraptions for you to use whatever the case may be you know i I could say on one hand that yes maybe your wife was wrong for withholding sex from you but it's her body and she has the right to do that and you also you don't know what's going on with her she should talk to you absolutely but for you to use her as a scapegoat for your infidelity no that's some fuckery that we don't support no time no time no place no how never in life
1: Never, 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 never. Let's let's please let I'm trying my best. Like I've ranted a few times. You've ranted. Can we please move on to I don't know. The next one may be even worse, but can we please move on?
0: The next one is a good one. I actually like the next one. So um, my husband and I are, ve- are a very sexually open couple. And recently we attended a lifestyle party at his request. Long before we got married, he indulged in swinger activities, usually as an added guest to a couple already attending an event. I had no issues with his choices even after we got married. And when he suggested that we attend the party, I had no qualms about it. I engaged with one gentleman and I saw him go off with a couple. At the end of the night, we had drinks together at the party, laughed, smoked and talked playfully. This was about a month ago. But since we got home, about a week after he started acting funny and making sideways remarks about the men that I engaged with at the party. I've asked him point blank if there's an issue, and his remarks or responses are always snide and, uh... In some sort of um, it says a game, but I'm, I'm guessing in some in some reference to that man, I've had no contact with the gentleman from the party, nor do I have any desire to everything that happened was in the moment and in the spirit of the event that we were at. I'm not really sure how to address this issue with my husband, but I feel like there's some jealousy brooding because I had sexual interactions with another man. However, if that's the case, I think that my husband's feelings are unjust and unfounded due to where we were and the fact that he was the one that suggested that we go. How best do you think I can tackle this? Thank you in advance for your feedback from Athena.
1: If you can't stand the heat, get the fuck up out the frying pan or ever that that saying goes you took your wife to a swingers party i'm guessing just by the nature of this letter he was probably hoping to get a threesome maybe that his wife watch but he gets in his feelings that she slept with another man you're at a fucking swingers party that's like going to fucking mcdonald's and being surprised when they throw fries on your plate like what the (laughs) fuck like i hate you like what the hell like come on now come on man Come on, for real? Like for real? This but, is what we doing?
0: Yeah, but it's crazier because she said she saw him go off with a couple. So that means you went to go pe- be part of a couple experience, not involving your wife. So you get no choices on being mad about that, fam. Like you, yeah, you don't get to be mad.
1: You don't you get you You left your wife in a place where I'm sure there's a lot of attractive people that are specifically there to get something penetrated or to penetrate somebody. What do you expect?
0: And and if that's the case where you're feeling some type of way or you're having some sort of jealousy, don't be a child about it. You know what I mean? Have a conversation with her about it. Again, you need to check yourself and check your emotions because she wasn't the one who suggested that you go to a lifestyle party. You're the one who suggested it. So you're bringing your wife into the – it reminds me of um, – I don't know if you've seen the movie Summer of Sam. Uh, So there's a scene in it, I I think it's Summer of Sam, where John Leguizamo is with his wife and he's like into porn, he's into anal, he's into like all kinds of sexual activities, but not with his wife. And so what he'll do is he'll go to these lifestyle parties and do like anal and do all kind of fuckery and whatever, and then come home and fuck his wife missionary. Never does backshot with her, never. And the one time where she actually tries to get into doggy style position, he calls her a whore and 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 says to her, like, where did you learn that kind of thing? So she's like, you know, I just want to I want to like be with you. I want to, like, you know, go when you go. Like, you seem like, you know, this is what you're into. And I just want to make you happy. I just want to please you. So he takes her to a lifestyle party. He's, you know fucking one woman and sucking on another woman's breast or doing like whatever it is that he's doing that he does at these parties and of course this big black man comes over to his wife and starts beating off her pussy you know what i mean and she you can see that she's enjoying it but she's also watching him for his responses to make sure that he's okay you know while she's having these things dent her and then over the course of you know while she's getting slammed and you know she's enjoying herself you could see that he's getting angry like he's getting more and more angry by the minute because she's actually enjoying it mind you he's fucking He's fucking, they get home now, and he starts to go on this tirade oh did you like um did you like that did you, did you like having another man fuck you did, you know did you and he's like he's legitimately angry at his wife after he's the one who brought her to this lifestyle party and so she's like what the fuck are you talking about like you invited me to come you said come let's go and i went with you this is the kind of thing that you do all the time how are you getting mad at me for what you do on a regular basis then she started tripping and she's like yeah i like that big black cock inside of me like she just she started giving it to him because She realized, like, you can't have it both ways. You can't have me come to this party with you. You get to do whatever you want. You expect me to engage with other people and be there and be present and be in the moment, which I am. And then you want to have some kind of feelings about it? It doesn't work that way. Not no, Not no, I don't know. CJ, you and I are married or you and I are a couple and we go to a lifestyle party. It's with the understanding that we're going to be engaging with one another and we're engaging with other people. If, If both of us are not of that mindset and we're not on board with it, then we should be going.
1: Exactly. And if you just want like a threesome, just bring somebody back home. If you guys can agree, like it's if you go to a party like that, there's a I'm sure I'm sure at least a 90 percent chance there's going to be another penis that winds up inside your wife. If you can't deal with it, don't fucking go.
0: Yeah. Now, I will say, you know, um, I've been to lifestyle parties, um, not as a voyeur, not as an as part of active engagement and. I, I remember having a woman come up to me and and grab and fondle my breasts and then she kissed me on the mouth. I just kind of stood there in shock because it was one of those things where it just kind of happened suddenly I wasn't expecting it. I didn't berate her. I didn't chastise her. You know, she looked at me and she's like, I love your breasts. I'm like, thank you. And she's like, you're welcome. And she toddled off. And that was the end of it, you know? People will come and ask you whether or not you want to engage. Like someone's not just gonna come up and eat your pussy. You know, some guy's not gonna come up and just stick his dick in your mouth or stick his dick inside your pussy. There are conversations that are questions that are are asked because people need people respect other people's boundaries and and what they're into and what they're not into. You know, you can engage with whomever you want, but there there's a discussion that happens. It does doesn't happen. Randomly, So I've been to lifestyle parties where I've, I've watched couples engaged. I've watched individuals engaged. I've watched couples engage with other couples. I've watched, you know, single men that come as a third party with a couple just for the purpose of being there to fuck the guy's wife, like all those kind of setup and, as set, setups and scenarios. But it's never just it never just happens without there being a conversation. So if you're taking your significant other to these places, it has to be with the understanding that these things could happen if you're bringing them there to just observe and watch, stay the fuck home leave them at home or stay home with them and like cj says get somebody to come into your house and 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 the three of you be comfortable there you can't take your significant other to a lifestyle party and not expect that something is not going to happen especially if you yourself are involved in doing things like come on it's just childish
1: yep (laughs) What, what, what do we have next aj
0: Um, the last thing on our roster, um, we're going to do at the request of mercy, as we had uh, talked about it earlier in the podcast, the beginning, uh, dating tips of the day. So both CJ and I are going to shell out one dating tip, which we hope will be of use to our listening population of individuals. So do you want to go first or should I go first? Take it away. Okay. So my dating tip of the day is ladies invite him out. If there's a man that you're interested in, invite him to go for a walk, grab a couple of hot chocolates or a cup of coffee, go out to dessert, go to an art gallery, just go somewhere. Sitting down waiting for somebody to invite you out is defeatist and you're playing a waiting game that might not ever materialize. The truth is there are a lot of men who are also painfully shy and as much as they are into you and as much as they give you all the right signals, it may be really difficult for them to take that first step and ask you on a date Um, And there's nothing wrong with you being the initiator and and letting that person know that you are equally as interested and you would just like for the ball to get rolling sooner. So, as I said, ladies, if there's a man that you're interested in, invite him out, especially if he's showing you active signs of being interested in you. Um, It could, again, be that he's just painfully shy and... Never take it that, you know, it's it's something about chivalry or you should always wait for the man to make the first move. It's different if the person is not giving you any indication that they're interested in and you're kind of trying to push up yourself on them. That's a whole other scenario. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about someone that, you know, who is actively engaged and actively showing interest in you, but just hasn't breached that gap of making the first move invite him out it doesn't have to be a dinner date it doesn't have to be anything expensive it doesn't have to be the movies or anything like that it the best scenario and setup would be an environment where the two of you can have one-on-one conversation and you can get a better feel for that person and a a one-on-one vibe like i said go for a walk grab a couple of hot chocolates grab a couple of coffees um go out for dessert order something that you guys can share and that you can have a conversation over that's my piece
1: yeah uh my thing uh, and this is dating tips specifically for women, correct, or just for both sexes and for women? Yeah, my my suggestion would be is to be creative. Don't allow yourself to rely on the man um, all the time. Like you should have a charmer. You should have want someone that wants to wow you that wants to go that above step. But every once in a while you be that you, you put that energy into doing something creative to come up with something, because I guarantee you, while Men can sometimes not show appreciation the same way women do. I guarantee you he will. And it'll go a long way to let him know how into you. I mean, how into him you are. And I think a lot of times that that's missed that men do need that sometimes not maybe not as often, maybe not as overabundant um, or grandiose, I should say. But it's nice every once in a while to give that same energy that you want from from the man that you're interested in.
0: Absolutely. And that's it for the day. Oh my god, we made it through a lot of his mercy. All that fuckery. Ah, <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. We. It just. I feel like every time we've hit a pinnacle of getting better and better, like something better just comes along. I, I don't know. I feel like we have to plateau at some point in time. Like, ah. Uh, it's great though. So, okay. we're coming up to one year. What are we doing to celebrate our one year anniversary? On I am going
1: to shave my balls for the listen- for the listeners of The Awakened Soul live on air.
0: Okay, first of all, you put The Awakened Soul, and this is the I mean, lesson bad. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you, see? You, see? you see? No, why? You know why that happened? Because you won't give me a personal viewing, but you want to shave your balls and show the world. You see how you stay? That's why that faux <laughs> pas happened. That's okay though. I think um, as a as a precursor and leading up to, I think we should do a live. We should do like our regular episode of recording, but I think that we should give our 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 listeners and our followers on Instagram, especially. I think we should do a live.
1: I think we should do a live next week. We'll take it under under advisement. You better like heavily consider it. I don't. <laughs> we, we, no, but seriously, we have because our anniversary is November seventh. So we have sixth. Sixth, so we still have three weeks until our anniversary
0: yes we need to prepare it's a big deal baby it's a big deal i'm a big deal and my friends are some big deals mm-hmm. that's a good
1: <laughs> we'll see we'll see we'll talk about it we'll announce something more solid next week but i like the idea of going live i actually love that so that that'll probably be it with the added bonus <laughs> of me being bottomless the whole time okay so we're not going to talk
0: about that so wonderful <laughs> listeners thank you for hanging out with me on this great episode um, you can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Lovelust, M-B-A-S. You can catch all of our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Spotify, The Real Midwest Radio. I think we're still running a few on Wild Dog Radios, which is based out of Chicago. And we are proudly part of the UML, Urban Local Life Media family, where you can find some of our episodes as well. If you want to contact us, you can reach us uh, at lovelustmbas at yahoo.com. If it's something that you want to send personally to either CJ or myself because you're not comfortable sending it to the general email, depending on the nature of it, um, you can email me at badass underscore jones at yahoo.com, and CJ will let you know where you can email him. Uh, You can find me on Instagram at badass underscore jones, and I'm also on Twitter at thatjoneskidaj1.
1: You can follow me at C E O Hayes. That's at C E O H A I Z E. You can send me any DMs, messages, ideas, thoughts. Um, we're gonna leave it at that because you guys have been tripping these past 48 hours, but that's where you can find me. Uh yeah, that's it. We love each and every one of our listeners. We thank you guys for The support over the first year of uh, Love, Lust, and Badass Soul and the just the continual spreading of the word. Like, you guys are awesome and you rock. And for all of our new listeners um, that we've cultivated over the last couple of days, last week, you guys are in for one hell of a roller coaster. Because if you guys thought the first year was amazing, wait till you see what year two of Love, Lust, and Badass Soul is. Peace.
0: in a presentation of the Break media. Breaks.